Nerd Novice is entirely supported by our never-ending quest to discover all things nerdy and by listeners like you. Please consider lending your help by making a contribution at patreon.com slash nerdnovice. Jim. Megan. You did not tell me how scary this movie was. It's you a little terrifying. You didn't warn me. <laughs> I, I didn't know that there would be like aliens jumping out. I mean, seriously, it, it kind of frightened me. I watched it alone at night and uh, I had to get under the covers. <laughs> I got I got texts from you uh, that were a cry for help, if not moral support. I needed it. Yeah. It was like Alien, the movie, which I've never seen, but I probably won't, because when I was little, I went to Disney World on the ride, and it scared me very much. Hmm. You know that one where they, like, blow air on the back of your neck? And, Ooh, yeah. Like, the... Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Hi! Hi! What episode of Nerd Novice are we on right uh, now? That's a real good question, and I wish I knew the answer to that. I think it's 53. I think you're right. Should we check? Uh, Let's we're, check. We're sure. Are we're we? sure. For sure. sure. For sure, we're sure. Yeah, it's th- it's 53. For sure. Yeah. Things are okay. a little different now. They are. Between we us. Have a... Yeah. They and are. between us and our listeners. Because yeah, guess what? So many changes. You're now viewers, too. <laughs> because YouTube is a thing that we just learned about a week ago. <laughs> it's crazy. Videos on the internet? What? It's insane. I mean, like, who thought of that? Yeah. It's surprising to me, yeah. really. So, you know, we thought it might be a good way. To... I mean, here I am playing Zork, you know, over right. here just minding my own business. Turn left, walk 10 feet, and you guys are all like, hi, we have HD video on the internet now. And I'm like, what? And it plays as you play it. Like, it does. you don't have to wait right. for it to load and right. all that crap. I don't have to download it to multiple floppy disks or anything. I know. It's crazy. I feel like I've been living under a rock. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And it's even in color, too, which is an extra bonus. It's true. I like your Star Wars poster. Hey, thank you very much. I'm uh, quite proud of that poster, actually. I haven't gotten it framed, and I've only owned it for about 25 years, but... uh, No, it looks cool without being framed, because it's like... Do you have it up with, like, pins? Push pins? It's, uh... No, it's actually just leaning... It's on cardboard, and it has, like, a plastic wrap around it to protect it. But it's really just leaning against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but thank cool. you though. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It's a real one too. If I if I can elaborate briefly, please do. Um, it is a uh, it is an authentic, 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 <laughs> authentic uh, movie poster from when Star Wars was re released in theaters. Wow. In. Uh, in the late 70s, uh, before Empire came out. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super Where'd cool. Where'd you get that? I bought it at the Eastwood Mall at a collectibles expo. Nice. For $50 in the 1990, wow. early 90s. That is like, that's like a normal price of a piece of art. That's yes. crazy that yes. you, that's not even that much. Yeah, and I'll bet you it's worth like $53 now, so. Maybe fifty three fifty. Maybe. You could get Maybe. some change. Yeah. So that's another thing. We should talk about, you know, uh, change. Yeah. As in uh, spare spare change. Yeah. Your spare change, your- people. 
Okay, think about this. You go to Starbucks or wherever, you get your coffee. Maybe get a tall instead of a grande and give us the extra 70 cents. That's brilliant, really. Oh, so good. It's so good. What so do you think? good. I think. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And if only we had an easy way for people to do that. The internet is just so lacking and so many useful tools. Yeah. I mean, if only there was a website that you could go on. And, and you could, uh, you know, be a, a patron of the arts, so to speak. <laughs> you could you could be a patron on the the pa- Patreon the arts. Patreon the arts. You you could. I, I, I think I'm that's. That. I think you're onto something. I might be. What if? Pa- what if? People, I might be Patreon to something. And there's those dot com things, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So if somebody went to Patreon dot com mm-hmm. slash Nerd Novice, mm-hmm. because that's the name of this show, and you guys could throw us like a buck every time we make an episode, right? And so here's how that. Uh, benefits us first of all it, it benefits you because we have an excuse and incentive to make a show yeah you're only giving true. us like a buck a show so like our motivation know, is only you, so much to drive us forward right, right. yeah yeah uh we're, we're actually slothfully slothfully lazy people Sloth- and the only way slothfully. yeah swathfully and slothfully <laughs> uh I can't find my words today. It's fine. Yeah. I had such a hard time yesterday when I was teaching. I, yeah. It couldn't even happen. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. It's like, you're hardly going to notice a buck per episode. Right. It's like, but then when we get like a million people watching the show every week, we're going to we be swimming in yeah. piles of gold <laughs> we'll like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I will do that. I if Guys. Consider this a reward. If we get a million bucks, I will convert it into gold coins and then throw it up and laugh maniacally yes. and, and tape it. Yes. I will do that. I will lay in a bed of $100 bills <laughs> in a Speedo <laughs> oh and God. make snow angels in it. Guys, $100 bills. So that's, that's, the, that's the incentive level. I mean, it's... <laughs> This is a genuine, genuine offer, people. Right. I will. I'll I'll impersonate Scrooge McDuck. Sure. I'll do it. Yep. For a million bucks? I'll you could it. get a prosthetic bill. I know, I'll put a bill on and everything. Yeah. Did I'll you... put I'll get does he have a monocle? He, he might have a monocle. Uh maybe when, I feel when like he's he reading. Should. Yeah. I feel like or when he's inspecting his money. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or a magnifying glass, yeah. maybe. I don't know. You know what this this video podcast is not sponsored by? Hmm. Uh, the maker of this soft drink. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to show you that. That's label. why you use mugs when you're uh-huh. drinking things. Although I yeah. only have coffee and it's sad because I don't have much left. Well, one of our dreams is to make Nerd Novice mugs. And oh, yeah. So we could hey, have our own imagine, product placement. Imagine this right. mug saying Mornings Be something. Suck. And yeah, it would say Mornings Be Suck because mm-hmm. that was. Actually, I, I was thinking about it, and I looked it up. That's the title of our, I know off the top of my head, 45th episode. Thank you very much. Oh. And that was a funny thing that we said. And so we want to have mugs that say mornings be suck because, because I would love to drink do. coffee and think about how much mornings be suck Yes. at the same time. So 
if you do support us and lend us a financial hand, then you can have a Mornings Be Suck mug, and that would be cool. Yes, it would. We would like to be the best. We'd like to we'd like to take them to conventions and, dude, William Shatner's going to be at the um. Is it the Columbus one or the Cleveland one that he's coming to? The Cleveland the one. World. Yeah. Yeah. And so is James Marsters. Yep. Who is Spike. Yes. Although he doesn't Spike have bleach blonde hair. Spike is the best ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, like Dorian mode or something? Yeah. Lydian mode. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, who else is going to be there? I forget. But we want to go. Yeah. And maybe we could give him a morning's be suck, suck like a vampire. <laughs> we could give Spike a morning's be suck mug sure. and be like, because you're a vampire, get yeah. it? Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, it so, would. Yeah, so you. that's that's one of the things that, that we want to do to expand the outreach of the show and expand what we cover mm-hmm. and how we cover is we want to get to some of uh, – some of the conventions in Ohio and potentially abroad at some point mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do shows from conventions and collect little sound bites and interviews and yeah. do all sorts of crazy stuff. We are for sure doing um, some conventioning in November here yes. in Cleveland. We should start talking about that because yeah. – um, well, technically the fee is due tomorrow and I have to pay it today. So we but we are doing it. We Hurry are up, doing donate we, money. <laughs> we've been no, we've been approved, so it's all yeah. good. Um but we are going to be at Genghis Khan Cleveland, which is a DIY comic book convention that has grown every year. Um it's at a bigger venue this year. I believe it's at the Lake Erie building, which um is a thing that I don't really know about, mm-hmm. but it's there. And um so we'll we'll post up links and you guys can come find us. It's free to the public. So you can show up, um, buy some comics from people, buy some mornings we suck mugs from us if we hopefully get them by then, because hopefully we get enough donations from you guys. And maybe listen to us. Maybe you could even like say something on the podcast. Yeah. We could even hold a mic up to your yep. face and you could yeah. like record things. We so. could have uh, uh, listener listener liners. Yeah. For the show. That'd be good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Man, we'll do it. Yeah. And so this is, um, I can't remember the date, but you should remember it this way anyway, because every year it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So whatever that Sunday is this year, that's when it is. So yep. you should know that. Yeah. And you should know it next year too, because hopefully we'll be there forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's our first convention. Yeah. I'm excited. You know, just some, <laughs> something just occurred to me while you were talking about that. What? You know, since this is how this my is voice the first, is so wonderful and sultry, and it is how I could use more coffee. And truth be told, I was actually thinking about how uh, how awesome your video looks and how nicely decorated your room looks. I mean, whereas that. did you really make that? Yeah, I, wow. it's not as big as it's going to be eventually. You want a close up? Yeah, keep talking, dude. Yeah, what were, you, what were you saying? So you know, you look you look like if I if I may say so. You know, your your whole situation looks adorable over there. Oh, And I'm over here like, you know, I look like flannel McBurley like, sack. <laughs> you're and, like official nerd guy with Star Wars poster and everything. Yeah. Well. I'm like grandma with a crochet thing and a 
<laughs> embroidered me, piece of art on the wall. Let me tell you about the time nerd I watched the X Files movie. I'm truly a novice in the nerd. Very scared. <laughs> I sent a text message to my friend Jim. You and I said, people. I'm afraid of the aliens. <laughs> it sounds a little more like Bill Cosby than an old lady. It does, but, yeah, uh, I don't think it really. And then I had a pudding pop. <laughs> Rudy! Holy crap, I don't think I've ever heard you do that before. I've never done that before in my life, and I should never do it again. Ever. That was so good. You just need a fancy sweater. <laughs> fancy sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know what else would be cool that we could have? What? Stickers. <gasps> that stickers. say Nerd Novice, so I could put one on my... Because this is ripping. I need new stickers on my water bottle. Yeah. So if we had more donations... We could have stickers. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves swag. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, if you donate more than $1 an episode, I'll mail you a sticker and a, and a handcrafted letter. I think that sounds fair. I will. I'll write out a letter yeah. and mail it to you. Guys, you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. More than a dollar an episode. You get a handwritten letter. None of that, uh, you know, stamped signature crap like you get when you send... Uh, Barack Obama wedding invitation, mm-hmm. and he responds back and says, "I can't come, but here's a photocopy of my name." Yeah, you're gonna get handcrafted, mm-hmm. artisanal mm-hmm. Uh, postage, and a sticker yep. from Megan. It's true, and I will lick the envelopes. <laughs> I think my envelopes have the peel. And I'm gonna off. lick them real wet, <laughs> you guys, real wet. <laughs> Uh, okay uh (laughs) i'm gonna eat some tortillas some nachos before i lick them so yeah so that's just the most disincentive ever well to uh to not give us a dime but that's all right so anyway enough chat about money yeah so we're here that's enough yeah we are gathered here today Ladies and gentlemen, to talk about X-Files, Fight the Future, mm-hmm. which is the 1998 motion picture installment of the X-Files franchise. Right. Besides being scared, wh- what are your general impressions? <clears throat> okay, so I was just thinking... And you know, like you know how I've I've seen I've seen a lot. No, well, if you think about the whole series, I haven't really seen a lot of X Files, but I've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> you got I've you got to commit to the bit. Thing, yeah. Bear with me here. Sorry. Continue. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm really bad at not laughing at things that are funny. Um. So I I've seen enough of it to know that. Remember how we had that conversation about how. Um, <clears throat> X-Files does a really good job of kind of like implying that maybe there are aliens, implying that maybe it's a conspiracy, but never like fully giving you the total answer. Mm. But they still give you enough hints that you feel like you're getting some um, satisfaction from, you know, it's not like Lost where every episode tells you nothing. Right. Sorry. And um, I was pretty surprised at how blatant, 
and frank they were about aliens yeah in this, this movie. is this is like full frontal alien it was like right they here. are here and they're attacking us right yeah. how did they just go back to like i mean like when when did this i don't know if i should ask you because i don't know if you know when did the movie line up with the series uh it was between seasons <clears throat> what between like seasons five and six oh, or seasons four it. and five Okay. It was it was really uh the show was still very popular. Yeah. When uh when they did it. It came out in what 90 Yeah, it came out in 98. So yeah, that was like, you know, between 4 and 5 or 5 and 6. I think 5 and 6. Okay. So when they go to the season after the movie do they use the movie as like part of they refer to it sometimes? Oh or yeah. Whatever? Yeah. So it's crazy, though, how it's just like it opens with like, oh, aliens. Hey, they're right here. Hey, like we actually found the place where they keep them. Like all of a sudden it just seemed, I don't know, maybe if I was watching more of the seasons leading up to it, I wouldn't have been so surprised by its frankness. But that was my first impression was just like, I didn't know they were ever that upfront. Right. In the series. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things where you finally you, what's the thing the thing I'm looking for like if you if you look at like Jaws mm-hmm. or the original Alien movie which I know you mentioned you haven't seen like you go practically the whole movie without seeing the monster. Right. There's so many like monster movies that are like that. Mhm. And like you know, you see it kind of at the very end, or they even still barely show it because it doesn't look real or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there are lots of reasons why movies or TV shows did it that way. And and that metaphor really applies here to the X-Files where it's like, no, we're not we're not going to sh- hide monsters in the shadows. Here's the, here's the alien. Mm-hmm. It's here, here's there, the here. Here's the ship. Like, you know, here's right. like... They're, they actually have a virus. Like, it, there's tangible things that have to do with them being there. And right. and even Scully sees them. So how does she even have an excuse to be a skeptic anymore? Well, she kind of sees them. You know, she's, like, still... She sees, you know... She's all, like, yeah, she just got out of the pod. Right, kind of, right. And she's all, like, loopy or whatever. Yeah. But she says, I saw it at the right, end. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, well... I think what it does is it it feeds in subsequent seasons of the show. It it feeds, even though the aliens are real and they're here. It helps. It does still help feed the conspiracy angle in terms of. Okay, there is a government cover up, and they're trying to hide this, and then yeah, it does have, feed that hugely because that the whole point is that the government is hiding it like crazy right. in that movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's a really, uh, it's a really kind of crazy, crazy thing if you think about it mm-hmm. in uh, in that regard. And the other thing that was just really unique about this at the time, and and still now, uh you know, 15 years later or whatever, looking at it within the context of the show is 
uh, I can't think of other than other than Star Trek. I can't think of any situation where you have had. Well, let me put it this way. I think this is the first situation where you had a TV show in the height of its popularity, and then you do a movie, and then you keep making a TV show. Mm-hmm. So it was a really unique thing. Uh, they ended up doing that with South Park around the same time, maybe I think a year later or something. Uh, and then they did that with The Simpsons five or six years ago, mm-hmm. whenever The Simpsons movie came out. I wonder if Highlander out. would count for that. Uh, yeah, you but- know what, I suppose, <clears throat> I suppose it would. But it wasn't such a, it wasn't, but it wasn't like, huge. You know, at, at least with that, uh, and even with Star Trek 2, what you could say is that, you know, it was like Connor McCloud while Duncan McCloud was right. the TV so show. Kind of, so yeah, not quite, up. still not quite the same as, as what they did with, with X-Files. And... You know, I can remember, uh, you know, a lot of excitement around, there was a big season finale on TV, and I was like, okay, now go this summer and see the movie, and then tune in again this fall, and then you can see the fallout from from the film. I think that's a really cool way to keep people interested over the summer, you know? I mean, it's a... It's cool because, well, actually, I was just thinking about, um, what was it that I was thinking about? With that? Oh, um, Castle. So right. the season, the, there have been a lot of season premieres happening, obviously, like this past couple weeks and everything. And um, I was watching the Castle one. And I wrote about it on our blog, actually, nerdnovice.com slash blog. And um, I was I was thinking about how, you know how, like, um, I know Buffy used to do this and like all sorts of other, <laughs> this is going to be funny on the audio version of this podcast because no one knows why we're randomly chuckling. Yeah. It's because Jim is secretly drinking a beverage. Anyway, um, we won't tell you what kind of beverage. So uh, like, you know how there's that big gap in the summer and a lot of times they have to somehow in the TV show explain why they haven't been there for three months or two months or whatever and because you know like tv like follows usually follows the timeline of real life so that when christmas is around they can have a christmasy episode you know like so it's like the same seasons and everything so they have to explain why they haven't been you know, following the storyline for three months. And, like, in Buffy, it was easy because they were in school, so they would just be like, oh, it's summer vacation, yeah. And, you know, but, like, Castle, um, they had that whole thing where, um, <clears throat> like, he was missing. He, for, apparently, it was two months, and somehow I missed that. Like, I, it just didn't really cover it very well, and it was just kind of confusing as to how... Um, like, how, did, how was I supposed to know that he was missing for two months? I missed it. They must have said it one time. And then they kept talking, and I didn't notice that it was happening. <laughs> but the X-Files movie coming out in between seasons is a good way to have a storyline during those three months or two months that you can refer back to instead of being like, yeah, we've just had a slow summer, you know, no aliens for the past right. two months. So, it, yeah, I mean, I think that's a really cool way to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. You bring up a really good a really good point, and 
it would be interesting to see to see TV shows, big TV shows, do like a summer, and it wouldn't even have to necessarily be like a huge. It could just release. be like a special. Yeah, or you know how like you go to the theater and they have like those special, like one time showing deals, mm-hmm. or they'll do like two showings of something. Mm-hmm. You could even do something like that. Mm-hmm. Or even like how a lot of times British shows will do like the Christmas special or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just have like a summer, like right. hour long episode. Summer theater spectacular. Hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, special. That even if it just airs on TV. I mean, right. I think that would be cool. Because mm-hmm. it's like one of those TV, TV world things that still like are we still doing that are we still like (laughs) like you know covering up the past couple months that just like you know in tv land there's always these weird like things that don't happen in the real like oh i can't find this guy like like where is he no one can get a hold of him like call his cell phone (laughs) like Mm -hmm. people have cell phones now you know (laughs) like that kind of plot line that's still being used and people still make those like silly oh we've been slow for two months excuses kind of deal so Mm -hmm. it would be cool to kind of have a different approach to that yeah definitely so yeah that was cool um so one thing about this this movie um was like it was talking about the virus. Okay, so the virus was um an alien transmitted virus through like that ooziness that was coming out of them or something. Right. Yeah. But then the one guy said that it was actually or originated from Earth. Like it was like he said it was the first being on this planet. Right, yeah, something along the lines of it was one of the first forms of life on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's weird how the caveman in the beginning, like, I don't know, why did they have that scene? Like, they had the scene, it opened up with a caveman and an alien. Like, I don't know why that really applied so were they saying that it mutated into a virus because the caveman got it i don't know maybe that's what i mean if you if you look at it at face value you just think like well the alien had this this ooze and then the caveman gets infected by it Mm-hmm. But maybe the idea is that it turns into a virus somehow and mutates because I don't know. I didn't quite; those two things don't quite. Well, line because up. okay, yeah, because it just seemed like a little bit like extraneous. Because when he, when the caveman gets infected by it, right, he dies. Well, you have to you, and then it goes to those three boys that fall into the same cave, and then the boy gets infected by it. But right. they could have just started with the three boys; like it could have just been. I I, I don't know. I just, well, you I have to explain understand. why the ooze is there. Well, okay, but I don't even remember how the alien got there in the first place. It it almost felt like it just started with the alien like showed up and he was like, hey. right. 
I'm going to fight you. Right. Well, I I mean, that's I guess that's the point is, you know, millions of years ago, there was an alien on Earth and this caveman gets the virus and then caveman dies, you know, buried in the ground for millions of years. Kid finds the bones and then the ooze gets on the kid. And so, yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> there were a lot of characters in this movie that all seemed kind of similar and it was hard for me to keep track. Yeah. Like all like old men, like old white men. <laughs> right. There were a lot of like old <laughs> I was like, wait, who which one is that? There was the old one who was like Kurzweil. Right. And he was a friend of Mulder's dad. Makes good keyboards, by the way. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Synths. Yeah. Um, and he was like a conspiracy theorist. And he wrote books about the po- apocalypse. And the government was like kind of after him for sharing too much information or something. Mm-hmm. And so he was trying to help Mulder. Right. Um, so there was that guy. <clears throat> and then there was another guy who was like part of the government. And he was the one who got infected and then they locked him down in that cave and that was really scary Mm -hmm. he was like down there and they closed him in while he was still alive that was freaky yeah um and there was like there were just a lot of like old white men and i couldn't even (laughs) keep them keep them straight i was like are you good or bad i don't even so and a lot of them died in car bombs or bombs there were a lot of bombs that's a that's the number one cause of death among rich white men (laughs) Car bombs. Is car bombs. Yeah. Little did you know, we know. You know, now that I think about it, I feel like 1998, that was like, that was like the fear. Like, I feel like bombs were like, I, I don't know. I just right. remember like hearing about bombs all the time right. in 1998. Well, it wasn't... Uh, Bomb threats and stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of that. You're right. At the at the time, there Oklahoma was a lot City of that. was around I then, was just going to say, yeah. yeah, it wasn't the whole Timothy McVeigh, Oklahoma... Yeah was around then so i think it was part of the zeitgeist yeah sadly part of the zeitgeist at the time but you're 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 right that um that they are a little bit hard to keep track of in the movie and i i think what it what it speaks to from a from a plot standpoint is is it shows how uh you have this group of people who are basically the string pullers in the world. Right. And they're they're manipulating and controlling everything. They're kind of like the uh the evil one percenters. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Well, okay. Do you um you remember like towards the beginning where the bomb was in the vending machine? Yes, I do. Okay. And um and the guy, the FBI guy, just sat there in front of it. Right? Was he like part of? Yeah. Conspiracy. So okay, well, yeah. who was he? I didn't even really get that. Uh, they never really went into into depth <clears throat> on who he was. Uh, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how he got elected to, uh, <laughs> you know, do that. Maybe his family was promised a bunch of money or something. I I really don't know, but. Uh, you know, basically, he was an agent who was—he uh, was like Hydra. Yeah, sort of. Uh, 
you know, following following orders, you know, for whatever reason to supposedly defuse this bomb, but he just sits there and doesn't do it, and then that leads to the cover up of the the deaths from the alien virus and mm-hmm. so it uh, again it's it's just it's a demonstration of uh trust no one and you know you don't know what people's ulterior motives are and who's working to what to what yeah. ends and there was that other guy who like took Mulder into the car or he, I think he even killed Kurtzweil and put him in the trunk. And then he took Mulder and he was like, yeah, I've been ordered to kill you. And then Mulder's like, say what? And then he's like, Oh, boom. And he shoots the driver. And then Mulder's like, say what? And then he's like, right. (laughs) And he's like, trust no one. And he tells Mulder to go and he gives him the, uh, vaccine antidote thing. Mm -hmm. And then Mulder's walking away, and then the guy gets back in the car and closes it, and the car explodes. It's like, why'd you... I don't know. I I just feel like everybody was bombing themselves. So, I mean, I guess he did that just because he gave the antidote, and he didn't... He figured he would be killed for doing that or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I don't even know. I mean, I'm serious. I didn't even know who that guy was. Like, (laughs) there was, like, (laughs) so many old white men that I could not keep it straight. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's. A I need valid to watch criticism. it again. Yeah, I rented it from um, a website that I don't want to advertise because we're not getting paid to. Huh. Um, <laughs> and I get it for thirty days. Thirty days, really? Yeah. Wow. So I'm gonna probably watch it again. It's not uh, Pamazom. It's Pamazom. Pamazom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, thirty days. Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty so, generous. Yeah, you could watch it on loop for thirty days straight and then see how you feel. I don't think I would be afraid <laughs> of aliens anymore at that. point. Probably not. There's something to be said for desensitization. Exposure. Desensitization. Yeah. Desensitization. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, I used it. <laughs> desensitization. <laughs> My God, let's move on. Okay. All right. Um, so <laughs> that was a girly burp. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I'm trying to think of like what else. Oh, <laughs> so I was, uh, I was texting with somebody about watching this mm-hmm. movie, and um, he informed me of this website called Scully'sFace.tumblr.com. <gasps> what? You have to look at it. And also, um, I was, he was like, so what's going on now? What, how are Mulder and Scully? And I was like, oh, Scully has been stung by a alien virus bee and Mulder is on Hoth. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was just like funny to me how they had that in Antarctica. <laughs> it was like basically Hoth. This site is great. I know. Isn't it awesome? She just gives... She does nothing but give him the stink eye. I know. And they're all like captions. So you should. Yeah. The one. Okay. So oh actually I posted one that he had screenshotted and sent me. Um, it's on our, on our Twitter. Um, it's funny. You should look at that. It's just Scully giving him the stink eye and it goes, Mulder, don't do the thing. And then there's a picture of Mulder like walking away like, <laughs> and it says, Scully, I'm going to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like exactly the plot of like every 
every episode it of it pretty much is yeah <laughs> don't do the thing i'm gonna do the thing <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing in the show bible besides the character descriptions yeah the the, the overarching uh plot is i'm gonna do the thing yeah don't do the thing i'm gonna do the thing yeah totally so that's but, a good little tumbler yeah that's a very good scully's face dot tumblr dot com that's excellent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'll tell you one thing i like about this movie is they swear. I know, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh my gosh, it's a movie, and now we can say shit. <laughs> I know. And also the music, by the way, yeah. is really awesome. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's super cool because you take somebody who's really talented. His name is Mark Snow. <laughs> That's not how the words go. <laughs> no. <clears throat> um, X-Files is a show <laughs> with music by Mark Snow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, you take somebody with his talent and give him an 80-piece orchestra. Yep. And he's and time. pretty rad. And time to work yeah. on it, exactly. Yeah. That's he, the other oh, key component. There was, there was a cool part. Um, trying to think what the scene was, but it was... <laughs> You look like so guilty. Um, so the, <laughs> the scene was something... I don't know. There was like a beep happening. Mm-hmm. And the music went with the beep mm-hmm. it was really cool like he timed it no one really does that it was like the i don't know it was like an alarm or something beeping and the drums were like suspenseful but they were like the tempo was that of the beep that was in the scene so okay. i thought that was pretty cool yeah. i don't think that happens very often i think the music usually is like not really exactly um it doesn't it doesn't necessarily admit that it's like in the movie right you know? right yeah and yeah i thought that was pretty cool yeah it seemed very mark snow because i was like you know what that's something that he would do in the show because he like we were talking about how he composed like as he watched it mm-hmm. um that would be that would seem like something that he would yeah. do like the, while he was free composing yeah the the, <laughs> the uh the, the tv show has a lot of uh music as sound effects mm-hmm. kind of thing and uh, that kind of carried over to to the movie. Yeah. Totes, my yeah. goats. Yeah. So <clears throat> I thought uh, I don't necessarily want to wrap up the episode just yet, but uh, maybe to just wrap up the thoughts about uh, the movie and uh, mm-hmm. to talk briefly about what we might want to watch uh, for the show next week. So we... Megan and I had talked offline about, uh, you know, how many episodes we would talk about X-Files and and kind of how we would want to format the show in general in the future. And uh, we are going to do like one more episode of the X-Files for now, Mm -hmm. uh, because that's kind of one of our things is we uh, we've decided to not um, as as we go through our journey of hope, rage, and discovery, uh, we don't necessarily want to put any particular uh, thing we discuss, you know, to bed forever, mm-hmm. so to speak. So uh, it's very possible that at some point down the line, we'll come back to the X-Files and, and talk about it more. But we are going to do uh, one more episode, at least for now. And... Um, it's going to be kind of a lot to watch because I, I'm going to suggest four episodes. 
but I think I, I think it'll this. be worth it. Yeah. I think it'll be worth it. I'm a pro Netflix binger. You totally are. You're actually way better at it than than I am. Uh, yep. It's because I have in no terms life. of watching. Well, I've got no life either. I just have a different no life than uh, than most people apparently. Um. <clears throat> so what we're gonna do is, uh, we've been we've been talking periodically over the last couple episodes about how. There were big changes to to X Files in terms of the cast and uh, oh right, you know yeah. the, the, the the plot arc. I want to see some of that. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna hit the season seven finale. Okay. Okay. So season seven, episode twenty two. It's called Requiem. And spoiler spoiler alert, this is the episode where Mulder um, leaves the show as a regular character. Okay. And so Am we're going to watch cry? that. You might cry a little bit. <laughs> and then we're going to watch the, uh, the, the immediate follow-up to that episode. So season eight, episode one, it's called Within... And then we're just going to jump right to the end of the series with uh, the final uh, final two episodes of the show. So season nine, uh, The Truth, and then The Truth Part Two. Sweet. And so we'll Ooh, see. Those are tantalizing titles. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the benefit of, of anybody who's who's watching along with us who hasn't necessarily seen the whole show and and doesn't care to watch every single single episode is this is going to give you the taste of what happens to cause uh Mulder to uh to leave the FBI what what's going on with him and then we have the benefit of seeing uh the final resolution of the uh of the series now there was a movie that they did years later, so it wasn't the end of the X Files, but uh, you know we'll kind of see how the TV series wrapped up. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Good, good. I know it's like I said. I know it's kind of a big uh, viewing assignment, but uh, I think if we want to uh, spend you know one more one more week talking about X Files and then move on to. Uh, some other stuff then that's mm-hmm. going to give us the the smorgasbord experience that we uh, so desire yes yeah i think so yeah um <clears throat> i think the other thing we kind of wanted to do a little bit with nerd novice i don't know um because you had mentioned that you didn't want to necessarily wrap up the episode yet right um was kind of have a little bit more variety for the episodes talk a little bit more about other stuff yeah um, so I think there have been, well, what was on your mind that you wanted to talk about this time, by the way? Well, so I was just thinking about, uh, you know, there are some things that I've been watching lately besides X-Files mm-hmm. that were worth mentioning. There's a lot of new shows on the air and yeah. season premieres and whatnot. So we have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. which, um... To be honest, I haven't watched the second episode yet. I'll, I'll probably catch up on that later. But um, so the first episode of that was pretty sweet. 
Yes. And I realized that I had been missing a lot in this. What? This is the second season, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Okay, and actually, to be, you know how I am always like way delayed on everything. I watch things like months later after they come out. Um, I just watched Captain America two, like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I saw the whole like Hydra um, infiltrating Shield plot for the first time. Right. And so I guess yeah, with Agents of Shield, that was kind of incorporating that plot line. Um, so. I feel like I want to go back and watch it um, because the first episode of season two was really awesome. It seems like it's going to be a lot better than it wasn't like kind of like the mid beginning of season one was like. Right. Yeah. But this like they had um, Absorbing Man Mm -hmm. or whatever. And like because it was cool to have like the superhero stuff, which I felt like they weren't. That's why one of the reasons why everyone was kind of like, what is this? There's no. There's no marvelness to this, you right, know. Right. Um so have you been watching it? I have. TV? Yeah, I have and I'm really excited to see what they're doing with season 2. If if a person maybe is new to to Agents of Shield or tried it and left it and is interested in coming back, I would say if you if you maybe went back to like the last four episodes, maybe okay. five of the first season, then you would probably pick up on the the good stuff, right? In terms of of what the show is is turning into, but I I really, you know, I'm, I'm of two two minds with this. On one hand, when when they talked about Agents of Shield. They they proposed it as like, well, this is this is the show about the other stuff that happens in the Marvel universe, right? And on one hand, I totally get that, and it's it's cool, but at the same time, after a while in the show, it it felt like they were going too far astray from. Well, this doesn't really have any connection that's meaningful to to what we know and love about the Marvel universe. Right. So it was a little bit hard to to get into. And and now that they're getting more into the use of uh you know, in this case a supervillain with absorbing man, then you start to feel like, okay, so we get it. So this isn't Thor and Captain America and Tony Stark having shawarma, but it is feeling like a part of their universe. Right. I mean, there's so, so many did. characters in Marvel that aren't in movies yet. Right. I mean, there's plenty of material to use. And I think that's why people were getting a little bit annoyed because it's like, okay, well, we expected that we would be able to see characters we know from comic books, um, but we're not seeing even that. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I I really appreciate it for that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another one that that I've been uh, watching and I think is interesting so far is Forever. You like it? I don't like it. It's in. I can't. I'm, I can't I'm, say I like it yet. Part because part of me wants to say, 
Oh, it's like Highlander MD. Yeah, that's what it is. Because I I wrote the review on that too, and I was saying how I was disappointed, how it's not Highlander, and it's just another freaking crime drama. How many crime dramas do we need? Well, especially medical crime dramas. Yeah. Like seriously, that's like they need to just like move beyond that. Like, it's just, it's really irritating. I, I mean, I saw, I think, two episodes of it. I didn't see it this past week because I, I think it's on, when is it on? Tuesdays? Mondays? It's on Tuesdays. Tuesdays? Yeah. And um, I had a ton of homework this Tuesday night, so I didn't watch, like, anything on TV. So um, I did like a few parts of it, but it was just not, I don't know. I was just like, ugh, it just seems mm. like it's going to be, like, another, any other. There's no supernatural emphasis you know like yeah he's immortal but it's almost like it's it's it's, like almost like he's like i don't know it's too much of the b plot for you yeah it's too much of the b plot yeah i i feel like i really like shows when they have when they have the you know i say supernatural because i don't want to say like fantasy or sci-fi because that's kind of a genre um but when they have like any sort of non- realistic element mystical element to them sure i like when they use that as a more you know um plot device in a in a bigger way you know where i don't know i, I would like to explore that element of it better than it's doing right now mm-hmm. it just seems like i don't know like he's really he's a an emmy and you know He's immortal, but it could just be that he, like, the girl from Bones, like, she's really good at what she does. Okay. Like, it could just be, like, a skill like that. Like, he almost just uses it like it's just part of his portfolio, you know? Like, I'm immortal, so I don't really care that I'm climbing on the bridge and I might get hit by a car, but I'm looking for evidence in this, what I think is a murder, and just because I'm immortal, I could do it and not worry. Like, Right. Yeah. I don't know. No, I get get what you're saying. Use it more. I yeah. get what you're saying. Uh, it's interesting to me. I think I'll I'll give it another couple episodes. Yeah. Um, I I totally happened on it by chance. Like I hadn't really seen any previews. So oh, I saw commercials like nonstop yeah. for it. Uh, do you? I I forget. I'm sorry. Do you watch Big Bang Theory? My mom and dad watch it, yeah. and so if they're home watching it, mm-hmm. I'll watch. But I'm yeah. not that big of a fan. Yeah. So it's it's back to and uh I like Big Bang Theory. I know that it's it's a controversial yeah, show in like, in the nerd in the nerd sphere. Yeah, I have uh, some points of conversation about that. Yeah. But. I mean I, I like it. Uh I like it too. I mean I'm not like seeking it out, but I like yeah. it. It's it's kind of on one hand it's really just more of the same in terms of the new season. But there there are some new aspects to it that are that are good. Um you were live tweeting Castle and uh I haven't and watched forever. the episode yet. So what I can't wait because that's such a good show. Oh, I love that show. I'm probably gonna and watch that this afternoon. Yeah, you should. Um well I I haven't I've only seen it like sporadically on TV mm-hmm. except for the sixth season. Because it was streaming online, the whole thing, mm-hmm. for free. So um, I watched the whole sixth season. So mm-hmm. that kind of made me um, mm-hmm. get, you know, like the general mm-hmm. plot line of it. But um, 
yeah, I really like that show. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been doing some live tweeting on Nerd Novice, so I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I get like, I I guess it's just because in 2014 we can't do one thing at a time. We have to do multiple <laughs> things. Right. So like when I'm watch, yeah. watching TV, I like to do something else. Mm-hmm. So I just use my iPad. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's funny how being distracted while you watch the show is also enabling you to kind of get more into the show yeah at the same time so it might also be the reason why i missed them saying that it had been two months time because i think i was probably spending too much time (laughs) tweeting but um whatever it's still um, and plus like it's fun to it does cause some interaction on twitter and Mm -hmm. You know, people get in conversations, even if they don't follow you, they'll find the hashtag and they might respond. So right. I've been having conversations with people mm-hmm. and stuff. So it, I like doing that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it works out. Yeah. I love internet conversations. Yeah. yeah. Internet friends. The internet is so full of educational things. Yes, it is. Lots of information. Yep. Contrary to what I said earlier in this episode. <laughs> it's not um, just uh, uh, porn and... Uh, right. You know, yucky stuff. Fan fiction. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a good, like, news story about fan fiction. Okay. Did you did you hear about the, um, like, super evangelical mom who wrote, rewrote Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone so that, it, so that it would be appropriate for her children to read? Oh, my God. No. It's like <laughs> she rewrote the book. Wow. Totally. And, like... It's basically that um, the Dursleys are atheists and Harry is going to go to like Christian school or something. Of course. Wow. Oh, it's, it's pretty bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's each their own. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. No, I have no problem against that to each their own thing. But it's right. just like it's like yeah. taking, taking it too far. Whew. Um, I just I, I, I find it. I find it interesting that uh well i don't know people people see what they want to see in books and movies and tv shows mm-hmm. and you know if you i don't know just saying but like if you think things with fantasy elements are the devil, then why do so many Christians appreciate, rightfully so, um, the C.S. Lewis... I was just going to say, yeah. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, so. Harry Potter is, like, almost totally a Jesus story in the end, so... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's some resurrection there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. People That's, see what they want to see. Yeah. But, anyway... um. What were we talking about before that? Because I had another... Oh, Gotham. Gotham. Have you seen it yet? No. Me neither. But it was just on like last night or something. We should probably check that out. Or the out. night before. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, whenever it was on. Yeah, I'm going to check that out too. I totally mm-hmm. want to watch it. We should yeah. We should make it a point. Yes. To watch point. it. Point. I'll tell you, I, I learned something. What did you Listen, learn? You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. It's true. I learned something Especially about... Especially ours. Yeah especially ours, because I'm going to tell you what I learned on another podcast, on our podcast. Thus, our podcast is educational. They were talking about pointing Mm -hmm. and how 
uh, this was on uh, uh, We Have, we have concerns. concerns. Yeah, right. I heard so it. they were talking about how uh, people at who work at the Disney parks are trained to point with their middle and index fingers. Mm-hmm. Because in some cultures, pointing with your index finger is an inappropriate gesture. Right. Well, yeah. flight attendants do it too. Yes, they do. The exits are this way. <laughs> Da-na-na. And that way. Oh, that yeah. wasn't was good. That was 3D. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so true. Yeah. Um yeah, I found that that podcast is pretty funny. Yes, it way. is. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know. Good Gotham, deal. Agents of Shield, Forever, Castle. There's a lot. Oh, Haven, um, new season, which I I um have only seen the first episode and I think there's been two or three already or no there's another one tonight so oh and i'm gonna be working this is what happens so um there's a lot of shows on now like tons of tons of shows Mm -hmm. to uh endeavor to watch so luckily there's the internet where we can watch them when we missed them it's a good time to be a couch potato with uh deferred viewing ability Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. good stuff totally all right, co- folk, cokes, folks, dokes. <laughs> oh my god, what were you even trying to say? I was going to say, "Come on, right, folks." That's all. That's all, folks. I was going to say, I think we're probably good to go for this week. The the cane is coming out. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So hey. Because we're maybe potentially getting new uh, viewers on YouTube, yes. uh, you could check us out on Twitter at NerdNovice mm-hmm. and NerdNovice.com. And you can also um, find us on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes to the podcast if you just like the audio version. Say you're in your car and you're commuting or something. Our voices will help you through the traffic and through the awful journey to work hmm. at 8 a.m. in the morning yes so yeah any other comments there jim no no so, okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was fun uh check it no, out next time yeah check it out uh the live i just want to tell everybody you should definitely uh Check out check out Nerd Novice on Twitter and not just our individual Twitter accounts because the uh, the live tweeting Megan's doing is a hoot. I'm a hoot, guys. Yeah, I'm a hoot. Oh, um, but you can check us out too on Twitter. Yes, but you don't have to. Do I'm that. Jay Metzendorf. She's Megan Paletti. Mm-hmm. And thank That's you for all. listening. Yeah. That's all. Okay. All right. Bye. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>